0: Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.
1: Welcome into Loho Daily. I am Loho, a.k.a. Lawrence Holmes. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. Brent Sopel and I became friends. Look, I covered a little bit of the Blackhawks when I was working over at Channel 5, but we became friends when he was an analyst over at Channel 5. And it was such a great experience for me to be able to talk with someone who had played hockey at the highest level. And I learned a lot. I learned a lot about the game, I learned a lot about hockey culture. He was one of those types of guys that would always show up early. Like, you know, I worked with other athletes, and sometimes you're sitting there looking at the clock and like, is this person about to show up or what? That was never the issue with soaps. Like He actually liked just being around and learning about television and all the things that we were doing. So he became our Blackhawks analyst, and it was so fun to talk hockey with him. Then we worked together over at 120 Sports. We were doing national stuff, and he was our NHL correspondent. Throughout that time, he had talked to me about some of his issues with dyslexia. And he was just really starting to understand the impact that it had had on his life, his whole life, even his hockey life. So I wasn't surprised when I watched his movie on YouTube and I implore you to watch his movie. It's called Here to Change the World. Just search for it on YouTube. It was very emotional for me especially when he was talking about his issues with addiction, because one of the things that soaps and I would talk about, you know, we'd be doing these shows and sometimes you're coming on after football and then you're doing the news. So you wouldn't get out of there until like midnight, 1230 on a Sunday night. And he'd always be like, Hey, let's go out. Let's go get drinks. Let's go do this. And I'm a bit of a homebody. So, I don't usually go out, and considering that I had to work the next morning, it was never the right idea for me. But even, even then, I found that when we did go out, and sometimes he would come and do the radio show with me, we would have these long conversations about his life. We'd have these long conversations about how he got to where he got to, and him starting to awaken to the effect of having a learning disability had on him. Pew Research, in the latest information that's available, says that there's about a third of our students, kindergarten through 12th grade, about a third of our students are disabled overall. And one of the specific learning disabilities is dyslexia. I'm so glad that Brent is out here trying to help people that I wanted to share our conversation and our story, because I think that there are a lot of people who can benefit from it. One, I think people who have struggled with learning disabilities can can benefit from it Two, I think parents who have students that you're like, well, why can't this why can't my son or daughter break through? I know that they're smart. I see that they're smart, but why is it that when it comes to their schoolwork, they can't break through? I think Brent lends a lot of perspective to this. My mom was a reading specialist. And so she took a lot of pride in trying to help students get from where they were to improving their reading skills. And and she did this for 35 years. And seeing how much joy it brought her to help students like that. I can't even imagine the type of joy that it brings Brent Sopel, knowing that he's putting light to something that is really serious. And the idea of education equality is something that we need to discuss more. Even in in, in the the wake of this pandemic, One of the things that we need to keep in mind is like, yes, we can put all of this stuff online, but there are going to be students who can't benefit from it online. And I'm not saying put the kids back in the classroom because I think that that is a mistake too. And it has its own hurdles. But there these are things that you should consider. When we're talking about online curriculum. Who does that hurt? What's the disadvantage to people who live in places where they don't have a laptop or they don't have Wi-Fi or their Wi-Fi isn't fast enough or st- or sturdy enough. I've even had this happen with me. There have been times on the South Side where my Wi-Fi has gone out before and during shows, which is not great. So the idea of. There being some equality for all of our students, whether we're talking about it being equality for students who have less or students who have a learning disability is really important. And I'm glad that it has a champion like Brent Sopel to bring some of that stuff to the forefront. His story is harrowing. Look, I want you to watch his movie. Do me this favor. Listen to this podcast. Listen to the interview that we did and then go watch his movie on YouTube. And show it to someone, share it with someone who might benefit from it. No one thinks that you, we can solve all of these issues, but maybe we can solve some of them. And and I'm glad that that Brent is out here. So I want you to hear his story, go watch his story. And I appreciate you even taking the time to listen to this
2: podcast. I got diagnosed with dyslexia uh, at the age of thirty-two. Um, how I got te- I got my daughter tested; um, she was struggling, and that's how uh, you know we connected the dots. Um, you know, uh, a lot of people end up finding that uh, out that way um, uh, with a little bit of knowledge of dyslexia, uh, what it is out there. So that, that was the light bulb that went off, uh, but it didn't went off didn't go off in the same sense. Um you know I had so many scars from it that I just you know just buried things for for longer
1: and when you were younger, when it came to you being asked a question in class or you being asked to go to the board to figure out a problem, how difficult was that for you to knowing that you you weren't clear at what you were
2: seeing or doing well uh, I'll give you an example you. Teachers always say, you know, there's never a bad question, 100%. Um, if I'm dyslexic and you don't see the way I do, you know, it is going to be a bad question, you know. So um, I got laughed at, you know, in grade nine I talked about in the film and, uh, you know, reading out loud and, you know, I think about that every day. Um, when you process things differently, um, and you're talking about a lot of, a lot of you know, learning disorders, uh, you know, and you're not on the same level as your peers, it, it, it sucks, and you know it's t- tough enough to grow up as a kid, but not knowing uh, what it is and understanding how you learn or how you process information—if um, you don't know—it's you know it's a big mountain to climb.
1: It seems like it, and you said something. And again, the the film—you should really go check it out. It it is worth your time. It is really well done too. the The, the film is called. Here to change the world because this is now this is Brent's model. This is what he he's about. You said in there that you couldn't enjoy winning the Stanley Cup, and I was I was surprised because I know that you're proud of it, and I mean we've talked about you being proud of it. Why was it hard for you to
2: enjoy? enjoy. Well, you know if you don't love yourself, you don't love anything else that goes on around you, know, you know, Ron, you're a part of you completely. You know, um, if you don't fully love yourself, you can't fully love your your wife, your husband, go whoever that is. You know, and when you, you know, as, as low as I've been in my life, you know, um, lucky to be alive. You know, there's a lot, a lot of emptiness um, that isn't that that's there, and that Stanley Cup, um, yeah, greater one, than the Stanley Cup. You know, childhood dreams. You know, it's got me to here today for you and I to have a conversation to, to talk about this film, uh, to change the world. But again, there's a lot of pain that went, you know, when with, uh, not knowing what I had for so many years, what was your lowest point? Oh, there's, you know, um, I looked at suicide, you know, it's, uh, you know, not, not, not once many times. It was a, it was a thought process. Um, you know, many times, so, um, when I say, you know, I'm lucky to be here, and then we talk about drugs and alcohol addiction, you know, I was, if it sober when I did, that's when the tonight, I got some friends and family, you know, um, I wouldn't be here, so, uh, <laughs> there's, there's a lot of, a lot of times that, you know, I can pick out. Three years clean? No, I I'm, uh, creeping up on four, um. I got a little calculator. Um, I am fourteen hundred and twenty-six days.
1: That's incredible. How, how do you how do you think that you were able to go from that lowest point to getting what you needed to, to bring you
2: back? you know, and that you know that and that's the key to you know to everything here uh, today is you know is that is my family and friends you know throwing me into rehab and, uh, you know spending time there and. Uh, you know being able to handle these feelings sober and you know no matter what you are we all have a past and you know I had to go back and you know be okay with you know my struggles that I I learned differently and um, you know I'm sure you talk a lot of my teammates they're gonna they're gonna say all right some of my behaviors make sense now you know I just operate differently and you know, the picture that I like to paint is that, you know, in like a bowling alley, lane one is guys, lane two is girls, lane three is dyslexic guys, and lane four is dyslexic girls. You know, three and four, we can mold into one and two, but one and two have no idea what's going on in three and four. And, you know, surrounding around a group of guys, um, you know, they always thought I was different. Just because, you know, I look at life differently. I see the world differently. I process everything differently, and, um you know, it's it's tough for people to understand that if it
1: doesn't happen you should go to youtube today and you should check out this this documentary on brent Sopel. here to change the world is the name of it like go watch it and, and share it with some people one of the things that that you said that shocked me quite honestly in the piece was you were throwing out the the statistics of if you look at nasa there's a there's 50 percent of the people that work at nasa learn differently and then you look at at the incarcerated population and there's a big portion, almost half of the people incarcerated learn differently. So, so with that knowledge, what are the things that you're hoping to, to make it so that we can move the people who are incarcerated more towards what the people in NASA are doing?
2: It's, you know, it's, it's an early diagnosis. You know, uh, I got my daughter diagnosed at uh, grade great and great too. You know, and she's, you know, supposed to be going to college this year. We're we're sure not sure that's going to happen with COVID, but, you know, she's accepted to Miami, Ohio. So it's that understanding of what that is at a young age. Um, you know, if I need to learn learn visually, all right, that's what it is. So if you catch it at a young age, diagnose it at a young age, you'll never have the scars that I have. And you're, you're able to, you know, be taught the way you – and that's the biggest thing is that, you know – I think the school, the school curriculum was made for girls like 300 years ago. You don't see no, no, no little boys sitting in the desk for eight hours. That's not how we operate. So there's a lot of things that need to get changed, but you can't change what you don't know. And that's the biggest thing is just you know, early detection um, of whatever that is. Uh, you know Autism too, um, ADHD, ADD, whatever that is, you know we need to do a better job of testing at a very young age. And it's going to make it easier for them and it's going to make it easier for the teachers uh, to, how to handle them because they know what it is. I'm
1: glad you're coaching because I I feel like you have a lot to offer to young hockey players, and it isn't even just on the ice. And hearing the testimonies from hockey players that have benefited from being around you I think is really valuable, and those are those, like, small steps that we can all take to try and, in effect, change. So I'm glad – that you're coaching, what has it done for
2: you? You know, um, last year when I was coaching, you know, it's it done a lot. You know, I'm just a normal guy. You know, Lawrence, you and I put our pants on the same way. To, you know, today it's just, you know, my story's not about me, but about everybody else. But when I coach hockey, um, I'm playing the air guitar. Um, I'm singing karaoke uh, hmm. on Sundays. It was no shirt Sunday. I just show up in my vest. I was there there to build men and you know and have fun and um, you know Illinois hockey's uh, done the complete opposite. They've made it into a business, so you know I just took a different approach. You know, have fun with the kids and uh, care about the kids. You know, give them a a great experience that they'll never forget. And again, it's important what they get out of it, meaning teamwork. You know, battling through adversity. You know, that's life. Life is not easy. And, uh, you know, I learned it the hard way. And, you know, I'm here to say that, you know, I'm okay. And I'm here to support and tell every kid that's struggling that uh, you're not alone. Well, Soaps, I appreciate your courage.
1: And, and I I appreciate your friendship, too. I'm glad that you did this movie. And I really want people to, to watch it. It's called Here to Change the World. It's on YouTube. It's free. It doesn't cost you anything. Watch it, share it with people. Share with people that might get something out of it. Uh, I'm I'm glad to call you a friend, sir.
2: Oh, you know, You've had a major impact in my life, and uh, yeah, I'm very thankful for for, for our friendship. And you've done done some amazing things for me. So, um, you know, big boy, all time, listen to you all the time. And uh, you're amazing at what you do, and you know, I'm very thankful.
0: Okay, picture this: it's Friday
1: afternoon when a thought hits you.